Thank you. Pray for them. They'll be heading a red-eye flight tomorrow evening back to the frozen tundra of Wisconsin. And it was good to have them here. Amen. We're going to go to Philippians chapter number 2 today, continuing, of course, with our theme in the book of Philippians. And if you'll also find, if you would, please, Matthew chapter number 5 and verse number 14. And that's actually where we're going to begin as we read our text here in a minute. Uh, I've entitled this morning's message, um, Shining Stars, or uh, I guess it could be entitled, uh, You're a Star, all right? Uh, last night at the wedding uh, with the um, uh, folks that were visiting and things, someone asked me if I knew a pastor, and I couldn't remember. I looked the face up, and, uh, and the face was familiar, uh, and, uh, and they said to me, they said, well, they know you, and then a couple people kind of laughed. And I thought to myself, I didn't say this out loud, but I thought about it because of this message today. I, I thought, well, uh, in my mind, I thought, well, I'm, I'm a star. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but I didn't say that because it wouldn't have made any sense, but now it does because of the message today. And you'll see a little bit more of that here uh, in a second. Let's stand together, if you would, for the reading of just Matthew chapter number 5 and verses 14 through 16 today. And uh, by the way, um, uh, you are uh, a, a star, whether you believe it or not, whether you like to be or not. In this verse, uh, the Bible teaches us that we are light and salt. If you're saved today, you are light. Uh, if you're saved today, you are salt. Uh, that's your responsibility. Uh, it isn't something that you can choose to opt out of. You just are. Uh, and the Word of God says that, and we'll begin reading in Matthew chapter number 5, verse number 14. The Bible says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message today, please. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Paul uh, said this uh, to the church at Corinth. Uh, he said, ye, uh, the people that are there, are uh, our epistle written in our hearts. And the Bible says, known and read of all men. Um, like it or not, uh, people see you. Uh, people uh, watch you. Uh, all of us have people that, uh, that look to us uh, and uh, for encouragement. Uh, if you remember at the beginning part of uh, the pandemic, I'm a, I like television commercials. Uh, I used to watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials. Uh, I don't watch them anymore either because uh, we live in a sin-sick world. Uh, and uh, it's just more and more that way. Uh, but at the beginning of the pandemic in March, uh, I guess, of 2020, uh, there was a, uh, a health group called Common Spirit Health, and they had a campaign that was going on at the beginning part. And part of that campaign was uh, due to, or they're trying to have people um, connect because everybody started to be shut up in their homes. So it was about connectivity. It was about um, human kindness. And there were two spots uh, that they had uh, on, uh, on there, and you'll remember them, and one was called um, uh, driveway chalk. In driveway chalk was uh, a mom would walk her um, son who would ride a little bike past one of their neighbor's houses, and each day that they went by, uh, the neighbor would put chalk, like he'd make a track 
uh, in his driveway. And so it just got more elaborate as the days, uh, as the days went by. And you may, how many of you remember that? Uh, and, uh, and it was just a, it was a cute thing, but it was promoting human kindness. What can we do to connect with our neighbors? Uh, and, uh, and what, was, uh, what they would do, uh, this Common Spirit Health um, uh, program, uh, was they were looking online for real video, real life video of people uh, doing kind things. And that was one of the ones that they kind of honed in on. Uh, and uh, then uh, they had that. The other one, uh, and I thought it was fake uh, because it looked like the little girl was reading a cue card. And, um, but it wasn't fake. In fact, it was about her little brother um, got some bad scores on his homework. And so mom was telling the little girl uh, to encourage her brother to do better on his schoolwork. And this one was called, it was called Motivating Sister. And, uh, and if you remember it, uh, she, uh, you don't see that part of it because they just had a clip of it. Uh, it wasn't the whole video. You can see the whole video online. But it was a little girl to her brother. He's sitting there. And uh, you hear her say this, you're not a quitter. Uh, quitters don't do anything. Uh, winners do something. She said, you're a champion. You know, how do you remember that? A little girl saying that. And she said, quitters don't do what they're supposed to do. Because <laughs> she's supposed to do. Quitters don't do what they're supposed to do. Champions do. And here's what she said. She says, and you're a star. And you shine. That's what you do. And then she said, that's what you do every day. And then after that, she said, you need to get 100 on your homework. Uh, and try for that. you got to get hundreds on all of your homework. The kid was smiling. And so it was a cute commercial, and, uh, and it kind of moves me a little bit just because of where I'm going to go with it here in a little while. Uh, but, uh, but I thought it was fake because it looked like she was looking up, and their parents were kind of cueing her. But he, they were encouraging her to encourage her brother. And he was bummed out, probably got in trouble uh, for his homework. And, but when she said, you know, uh, you're a star, then he smiled. And she goes, star shine. That's what you do every day. And I thought, you know what? I'm a star. And, uh, and, uh, and I shine. And that's what I'm supposed to do because that's, sh- that's what stars do. Uh, they shine every day. Say, what are you talking about being a star? I'm glad you asked. Turn to Philippians chapter number two. Amen, Philippians chapter number two uh, in our text. And we touched on this in our, in our Wednesday night. So uh, you're a light. Uh, and when we think about a light, we think of uh, a candle, hide it under a, a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. And when we let our light shine, the Bible says that people will see our works and they'll glorify our Father which is in heaven. So we don't work. We, in fact, Brother Pinnock had mentioned this in the Sunday school. We don't work for our salvation. Because we're saved, we work. Uh, we show our faith. Our faith is evidenced by and displayed by our work. And our work is, um, there's some work, by the way, that's supposed to be private work. Uh, like uh, um, when, you, when you fast, you're supposed to fast in private. God sees you and rewards you openly. So God says to wash your face and, uh, when you fast. And, uh, which, by the way, just coming off of Ash Wednesday, it's the opposite of what Scripture says you're supposed to do. Uh, so when you, when you fast, you're supposed to wash that Ash off your face and, uh, uh, and, uh, and not let anybody know because when you say, uh, hey, would you like to go to lunch today? And you go, no, I'm fasting. Uh, then you just seem spiritual and you have a reward. And your reward is somebody thinking you're spiritual. 
And, uh, and so you're supposed to fast uh, in uh, private. God says to pray in your prayer closet. And he'll see you in, uh, there and he'll reward you openly. So there are things that God wants us to do and to do it for him. Uh, a common thing that people do today is they do something nice for somebody and they record it with the camera and they post it on the internet. Everybody thinks that they're awesome uh, and that's their reward. Um, and uh, so if you're going to pay for somebody's groceries at Safeway, uh, don't take out your camera and take a selfie with them while you're paying their, uh, paying their bills to promote your uh, brand uh, or whatever. Um, just be a blessing. Uh, and God sees that, and he blesses you. Uh, but, um, but there are works that we're supposed to do uh, and to do them in front of people and out loud as we serve the Lord. And the idea is not for us to be glorified. Uh, but for God to be glorified when people see it. And so when you do, by the way, everything we've learned this uh, from chapter number two, uh, in fact, you can see it in verse number 13. Uh, Paul said this, he says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Uh, so the, the desire and the willingness to do uh, is, comes from God. Uh, the ability to do it is God doing it. Uh, it's Christ in us, God working in us and through us. Uh, Paul understood that. He's teaching those local churches that very fact. Uh, and of course, us uh, in the word of God. Uh, but he says this in verse number um, 12. Wherefore, my beloved, uh, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. We spent time on that this last week. Just read verse number 13. And he says, do all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain. Now, I don't want to re-preach uh, the verses uh, prior to verses number 15 and 16, uh, for sake of time, uh, but Paul is encouraging them to let their conversation be as it becometh the gospel. Uh, he's encouraged them, encouraging them to work and to labor, to strive together for the faith of the gospel, uh, and, uh, and he's saying to them, really, that you're, you're supposed to shine uh, in that way. Uh, as uh, people that he says, when I hear of your affairs, but other people will hear of that, in fact, we read elsewhere where uh, the New Testament churches uh, were so uh, much so busy in preaching the gospel that the whole area, the whole world at that time had heard uh, the gospel, uh, and Paul, would, uh, he was blessed by that. Uh, as our job as a uh, local New Testament church uh, to preach the gospel to the world. Uh, it's uh, our responsibility uh, to, to labor, to strive uh, for the faith, for the faith of the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we're supposed to shine in our works. And in chapter number one uh, and chapter number two, and by the way, throughout your Bible, uh, the Bible tells us we're supposed to do that. Um, not only we're not just light, but we're salt. Uh, salt preserves, uh, light uh, displays, light um, brings, brings light uh, to uh, a dark world. And uh, as I said last week, the darker the light, uh, darker the night, the brighter uh, the light uh, is uh, that saying. Uh, and uh, so uh, he says to let your works shine. Then he talks about your walk, both in verse 27 uh, and uh, as he did so uh, here in verse number 15 of chapter number 2, uh, that we might be blameless. Uh, and, uh, with, and he said earlier, without rebuke, 
uh, in this world. Uh, we can't be sinless. Uh, we were forgiven. If you're saved today, God's forgiven you of your sins. You're no longer under condemnation. Uh, uh, when Jesus Christ shed his blood on Calvary, uh, his blood washed uh, our sins away. And we place our faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus in salvation as we ask God to forgive us and, uh, and trust him as our personal Lord and Savior. Uh, but uh, we have, and, we, and we're to put on Christ. Uh, he's in us. The Bible says that our body is the temple of the, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and, uh, but there's a scripture that talks about sin that dwells in us. And so there's this battle between the flesh and the spirit. Uh, Paul uh, really uh, brought light to that in the book of Romans, chapter number 6, uh, 7, uh, and 8. Uh, and uh, so we, uh, we have a flesh uh, that we're to put under subjection. Uh, and uh, you may have sinned today. Uh, you could have uh, a sin uh, of, of commission, something that you did that wasn't right. Uh, you, maybe you're supposed to read your Bible this morning, didn't do it. That can be a sin of omission. Uh, and uh, so we commit sins or we don't do what we're supposed to do. And the Bible says, as a Christian, we're not condemned. As, as when I die, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Uh, and I'm not going to pay my sin debt by going to hell. Jesus paid it all, but all to him I owe, uh, is the song that we sing. Uh, but when I sin today uh, or tomorrow, and I will, and you will as well, the Bible says that he is faithful and just. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The unrighteousness uh, of the, the righteousness that we have is filthy rags. Uh, and, uh, and the righteousness of Christ, that's what God sees. But we're still supposed to do righteousness. Uh, and, uh, and when we fail the Lord uh, in, in, with sin, uh, it, it breaks our fellowship with Him. It affects our prayer life. It affects the people around us. Uh, and, uh, and so God wants us to confess those sins to Him. They're under the blood. Uh, please understand yes. that. Uh, and, uh, but... Um, uh, we sin, the Bible says, sin withholding good things from us. We want God to bless us, and sin will get in the way. We want to pray uh, for our loved ones that have cancer, somebody who's just passed, uh, as we mentioned earlier. But our sin uh, will stop our prayers at the ceiling and will hinder, uh, if we regard iniquity in our heart, the Bible says uh, He will not hear us. Our Lord will not hear our prayers. So it's important for us to understand, yes, I'm accepted into Beloved, uh, but I'm to live a life uh, worthy or acceptable of my Savior. So uh, our works are supposed to shine. Uh, our walk for the Lord is supposed to shine. We are lights. We are salt. And in this verse, uh, in chapter number 2, uh, when it says, the bottom part of uh, chapter number 15, it says, uh, and uh, well, I'll read whole, all of verse 15, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke. Uh, and he says, and in a perverse nation, uh, in a midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. So as I was studying through uh, the book of Philippians and, and saw that light there, I looked it up and it has this sense of, uh, of a celestial light, like we would know, like the moon. The moon reflects the light of the sun. Uh, and so it's talking about a light or a body of light uh, that is a celestial light. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, I, it didn't take me very long to figure out that that would be a star. Right. 
Uh, and uh, so as we look up into, well, maybe not in the city, but you get out away from the city on a clear night, uh, and uh, you look up and you see stars. Some people enjoy, uh, you know, stargazing, uh, looking at all those things. Uh, and, uh, but the Bible says that you're a light. You shine as a light, but you're a reflection of our Savior. Um, we don't have any light in and of ourselves in that regard, but we reflect uh, the light of Christ uh, it, to the people around us. Uh, and he said, in a crooked, in a perverse world, um, your light, and he said that you're going to hold forth the word of life, uh, and them may rejoice uh, in the day of Christ. And so God says we're supposed to, our works are supposed to shine. Uh, our walk with God in this passage, Paul's uh, preaching, uh, writing a letter to the church of Philippi and then also to us under inspiration, uh, that our walk is supposed to, uh, to shine as well. People should know uh, that, uh, that you love Jesus. Now, if it means you got to go buy a t-shirt that says so, I think you should do it. Um, but there should be some things about your life that people just kind of know. Um, by the way you talk or the way, the way you look, uh, where you go or where you don't go. Uh, your neighbor invites you to the neighborhood block um, uh, hot tub party uh, and it's bring your own beer. Uh, you say, I can't do that. Your neighbor should know that, that you're not into that. Amen. Uh, and why? Because uh, you love Jesus and you're, and you're trying to keep a good testimony. Somebody in your neighborhood uh, has a need. You should do that. The other day we had somebody come by. Uh, I pay for, we have two lights uh, in our, our subdivision um, in, in Puget Sound Energy. And uh, so I pay for the lights uh, for our whole subdivision. And then um, during the year, um, people are supposed to come by and give me 20 bucks. Uh, about a third of them do. <laughs> and, uh, and so one of the neighbors come by the other day, hadn't heard from me, and one of the lights was out. Um, the light in front of my house was on. Uh, but the one down in the cul-de-sac uh, was out, and so he thought maybe I didn't pay the bill or people weren't paying me, so I had him shut off the one uh, down there and kept mine on. Uh, and, uh, and so he's just checking on it uh, and came by, and, and, uh, and then he came, I wasn't there, and he came by another day, uh, and he gave me 120 bucks. Actually, he kind of uh, did that for uh, the rest of the people. And, and so we were talking about stuff, and, and, uh, and he is, you know, on an opposite wavelength. Uh, when it comes to religion and politics and everything with me. And, and so we're just having a friendly conversation. And, and, uh, and I said, you know what? I was thinking about uh, at, some, at some point uh, to right in the middle of a cul-de-sac, just put up a tent, uh, roast some pigs or whatever, and, and uh, let everybody in the subdivision know uh, that uh, we're going to have, have lunch and they can bring sides or whatever. Uh, and I said, but uh, it's not going to be a bring-your-own-beer uh, kind of a thing. I just, when we do that, I just don't want alcohol involved. And, uh, and he's like, well, why not? And I, and I said, well, I just, you know, I'm against it. I don't like, I'm a Christian. And, uh, and by the way, even if it wasn't in the Bible, all the stuff that the Bible says about it, I, w- I wouldn't be, I w- don't want to be around it. Uh, my dad was a drunk and alcoholic, uh, and uh, all of my relatives have bars and still do today, uh, and, uh, and, and um, it, de- it destroys lives. I mean, I, uh, growing up, I, I grew up in the bar, um, sitting in a booth, uh, and eating tombstone pizzas, Funyuns, and orange soda pop, and, and, saw, and saw life after life after life destroyed by alcohol. And so even if it wasn't Everything the Bible said about it, I'd be against it, and, uh, and you should be too, all God's people said. Uh, amen. amen. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, I said, well, we'd do that, but on this caveat. And he said, I, he said oh, great, I'll pitch in, uh, buy a pig or whatever. And I said, well, all right, we'll be in touch. So your neighbors should know. Uh, and by the way, when they do know, um, you're not going to have screaming shouts with your spouse. Uh-oh. 
in your, in your house because your neighbors are going to hear it and you love Jesus. Amen. It makes you accountable. Uh, to, to the people, uh, you, you know, you pull out of your driveway uh, and, you know, run over your garbage can. You're not going to get out, pick it up, throw it, throw it across the yard um, because you love Jesus and your neighbors know you love Jesus. And uh, so it'll help you, by the way, if you if you let your light shine uh, and people see the light. And it's great when they say, you know what? Christians aren't supposed to do that, Pastor Reno. Uh, I remember I got pulled over. I got pulled over uh, for speeding. And I badged him. I was a chaplain. And so I badged him, you know, uh, to get out of it. And so he ran my name, everything else. And he comes back and he goes, he goes, slow down, chaplain. Uh, and, uh, okay, uh, I will. Uh, and uh, I got pulled over with CJ one time just over here. Uh, and uh, the cop comes over in, in, to CJ's side. We're on our way to, after church. And, uh, and, uh, and he says, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I was, we were talking, I, I told the cop, and he says to CJ, he goes, he goes, should I give your dad a ticket? And CJ goes, uh, well, he was speeding, <laughs> um, <laughs> but he is my dad, uh, and, uh, and so he let us off with a warning. Uh, but uh, so when you let your light shine, uh, it'll help you. Uh, and it'll and obviously our main point is that it, uh, people will see it and they'll glorify uh, our Father, uh, which is in heaven. And so in these verses from 12 down uh, through uh, what we read in verse number 16, um, um, as we shine as light, God teaches us that we're supposed to have the proper response uh, to things, whether it's persecution uh, or other things. He said to do everything without complaining uh, there in verse 14. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, letting our light shine requires, scripturally, uh, a positive, um, optimistic um, outlook uh, that Paul describes uh, earlier on in verses 1 through 4. Uh, in chapter number 4, uh, when uh, we'll preach it another time in Philippians, uh, he dealt with that very same uh, thing. Uh, complaining uh, murmuring uh, is uh, something that uh, it comes from ingratitude. Uh, and uh, we just, God is so good. Um, and if God, the only thing God ever did was save us, give us a home in heaven, yeah. that's worth rejoicing. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it overshadows every single negative thing that can go on in your life. Uh, you know, um, you may have had a, a bad week, but you didn't have as a bad a week as the Zeke family. And, um, and, uh, and when, uh, when you read, when I read um, his wife Dawn's uh, posts about Zeke uh, going, uh, Brother Zeke going to heaven, um, it's, it was encouraging. But, see, but that's the, the attitude and spirit uh, of Christians uh, who have a hope of, of heaven. Uh, and uh, I just couldn't imagine going through life uh, without the Lord. Uh, and, uh, but um, complaining is not what we're supposed to do. Uh, I have this written down. I read this one time. I used to complain because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. And, uh, and you can always, there's always somebody who's going through something and it's a whole lot worse for them than it is for us. Uh, but he also says to do everything without disputings. Uh, in that verse, and uh, arguing uh, stems from our selfish desire to be right. It's our uh, human tendency, uh, and uh, but God um, lays out for us as we as we work and as we walk with the Lord, uh, He gives us expectations. And I, and I, I wrote this earlier today on social media, uh, but you know when I got saved, I never thought you know Jesus didn't meet my expectations. He met all of my expectations, and 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 more so. And the least that I can do is try to meet his expectations. 
Uh, obedience is not legalism. Uh, the Bible, God lays out His expectations for us, and I want to fulfill them uh, because of what He's done for me. I'm a living sacrifice because of what He has done. Uh, so God says we're supposed to live a, a crucified life, a, uh, you know, a cross-bearing uh, life as living sacrifices, as bondservants of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and He said the result of that in verse number 16 uh, is to be blameless and pure, uh, and, uh, and that should be our goal. Uh, our reputation uh, as a child of God, our reputation, if you will, as a, the church of God uh, needs to be pure and unmixed. And, uh, and, uh, and by the way, uh, that's the opposite of what modern Christianity tells you to do. Uh, the Bible says you live, you live pure and holy and walk with God, uh, and uh, you'll be light, uh, in a, a profane, dark world. Uh, modern Christianity says, look like the dark, profane world in order to reach it. And, uh, and that's not the formula that God put in, in the Word of God. Uh, and so we're supposed to, we're supposed to um, put on Christ and put off the old man. We're supposed to come out from among them, be separate, stay at the Lord. Uh, and uh, so the Bible still uh, you know, teaches us uh, personal separation, ecclesiastical separation, uh, and, uh, and it's important to God. It should be important to us. Uh, and if at this church, you're never going to hear me say that God doesn't expect anything out of you uh, because that would, I would be lying to you. Uh, but if you, want, if you want a church to go to that tells you that, I can give you lists of them. And some of them are independent Baptist churches. Glory. And, uh, and so uh, God uh, wants us to, uh, to live for Him. Uh, and when we do that, when we live uh, as light uh, and blameless and harmless, the Bible says uh, that, we, that uh, we're, gonna st- we're fit to stand the scrutiny of God and the scrutiny of the world around us. Uh, and, uh, and they'll see our works and glorify our Father. And so when you live for the Lord and you live right uh, with God and you walk with Him uh, and, uh, and, and people see that, uh, your family members see that, uh, then um, they're like, well, uh, it, shows a sin- it shows sincerity and genuineness that what you believe and what you believe should drive your behavior. And so when you say, I love Jesus, then you ought to live for Jesus in the Bible uh, is clear. Uh, when this occurs, when we live for Him uh, as lights, uh, we shine. Uh, the Bible says, like, like lights in the universe, our crooked and depraved world takes note of Christians who live uh, and their lives are consistent with the faith that they profess. profess. Uh, you think about stars in this way. Uh, stars stand out. <laughs> um, they're obvious. Uh, and um, stars... Um, um, well, um, they sparkle. Uh, they're beautiful. People enjoy that. Uh, I've, uh, I still, you know, I'm looking for the Big Dipper and on and on and on. And, uh, and so you can, it's an interesting thing. In fact, I, somebody uh, named a star after me. Was it, was it you that did that? And so I have a star uh, somewhere in the galaxy uh, that's named after me. I also have, uh, I think you got me some, uh, some land on the moon. Yes, and, uh, and so I have, I, I'm a property owner uh, on the moon uh, as well, uh, thanks to Mrs. Packnett. And, uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm grateful uh, for, uh, for that property. Uh, and uh, so uh, lights, um, lights shine. Uh, they, they, they point the way. Uh, they, they offer direction. You think of uh, the children's song, Twinkle, Twinkle, uh, Little Star. And um, if you've ever gone to a jewelry store, 
um, and you're looking at diamonds, uh, and uh, what they do is they bring out, um, well, the lighting in there is, is purposeful, and they bring out a black velvet um, you know, cloth or whatever, and then they take that diamond and they lay it on that black uh, dark cloth, uh, and what it does is it brings out the light and the sparkle from the, from the lighting uh, illuminates that and makes it um, uh, prettier. And uh, the analogy is, is that when, if we're shining like we should, in contrast to the darkness of the world, it's bright. Uh, and, uh, and, it, and it stands out uh, to those around against the backdrop of the world uh, at this light as stars we should, uh, we should shine. So we're told how the dark world is, uh, and, uh, and believers are supposed to shine. Uh, we're supposed to be lighthouses, uh, warning men of the dangers of sin. Uh, the Bible says that we're to point them uh, to the safe harbor of salvation. Uh, one of my favorite um, hymns is uh, Ship Ahoy. Uh, and, uh, and I remember uh, this guy in Peoria, Illinois, uh, and he was Irish, uh, and he would sing this song, and pastor would have him sing it all the time, but he, he would sing it, uh, not in Gaelic, he'd sing it in English with his Irish accent, and he'd be like, um, you know, I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea, and the angry waves threatened my ruin to me. And, he would do, and I just loved it. And we just, Bible college students, we'd see that, and it just stuck in my head, and I've always remembered Ship Ahoy. And every time I sing it, uh, when nobody's around, I sing it like, like him. Uh, and uh, and uh, God wants us uh, to be that way. We're a reflection uh, of this. The Bible again says that, uh, that uh, it's, we're, it's known and read uh, of all men. Uh, but the Bible also says that we're supposed to, uh, to share uh, the, the word of life. Uh, in verse number 16, the Bible says, Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Of course, Paul uh, was ever concerned about uh, the testimony of the children of God and the churches that were established in that first century. And, and um, he wanted to hear in his absence that they were living for God and that their conversation, their life, their walk with God was becoming, was worthy uh, of what God had done for them. Uh, I, say, I say it this way, uh, God, uh, he purchased me. Uh, I'm redeemed. I'm his purchased uh, possession. And, uh, and so I ask, my, ask myself and tell other people, is, did Jesus, is Jesus getting what he paid for? Wow. And if he isn't getting what he paid for, I mean, when you don't get what you paid for, you, you throw a fit. <laughs> I wanted my steak this way. And, uh, and, and by the way, that's not being too much of a light. You've got to be kind and, and, uh, and understanding uh, and, uh, and have your testimony uh, uh, be such at, in a restaurant as well, but it says that we're to uh, that we're to hold, holding forth the word of life, uh, and uh, that uh, phrase, holding forth the word of life, uh, it means to present. Uh, I'm holding forth something. It means to uh, means to offer uh, the word of life to people. We're to take the faith that we've been given, uh, and uh, and we're to share it with others. Uh, the Great Commission, Acts chapter number one, verse number eight, uh, and uh, but. Um, uh, you ever heard this expression, uh, well, I've used it, you probably heard it from me, uh, where somebody's in trouble, uh, and, and so you, go, you give them what for, and you refer to it's like, I lit them up. Uh, I lit them up. He lit me up. Uh, and, uh, you know, somebody's getting a spanking, and they're like, man, I got lit up, <laughs> you know, uh, because of, of that. 
but what this is trying to teach us is that we're supposed to, um, to, to hold forth this, this life. Um, think about this way. Uh, Peter was, uh, you know, a great torch, but Peter's torch uh, was ignited by, uh, by Andrew uh, and D.L. Moody. A uh, great man of God, uh, but uh, he was ignited by a little match uh, by the name of Mr. Kimbrell. Spurgeon uh, was a great torch for God, but he was ignited by somebody, an unknown layman. We don't even know who that was. Uh, you, can, you should never underestimate uh, what the Lord can do in your life if you'll yield to Him uh, and if you will shine for Him. And so our responsibility is to be a light and to shine and to hold forth the word of life to present that to people. Today, as you go to lunch, maybe you, you, you present the word of life to uh, whoever's helping you in the restaurant. Uh, whatever the case may be, um, we, should, we should always be running out of tracks on that front table uh, because, because our, you're light. And you're light and you're salt whether you want to be. And I don't know about you, but I want to stand before God and God say, you know, thank you for being a light. Amen. Uh, thank you for, uh, for serving me. And, uh, and so uh, I'm going to conclude uh, with that message uh, of uh, that little um, uh, girl to her brother uh, and the motivational sister that she was. And I'm telling you, you're a star. Um, and you shine. That's what you do. That's what you do every day. And so if you understand and realize uh, who you are in Christ, um, you know, and when that little girl said that to that boy, he's like, he was in trouble. And that little encouragement from his sister, big smile on his face, he's a champion. Uh, but, but to me, when I, when I see that commercial uh, and, or watch that video, um, I think of it as my Lord, you know, speaking to me and saying, you're a star. You shine. That's what you do. That's what you do every day. And so I hope that you do that as well. Let's all stand with our heads bowed this morning, and our eyes closed. And uh, maybe you're here today and you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior. And um, the Bible says that if you're not saved, uh, you're of your father, the devil. Uh, you're not one of God's children. And, uh, and so the Word of God teaches us that, as I mentioned earlier, that we place our faith and trust in Christ, that Jesus died for our sins and, uh, and paid our sin debt. And today you can know Jesus as your personal Savior uh, if, uh, if you repent of your sin and trust Him, uh, trust in the finished work uh, of Calvary. And in a moment I'll ask a question, and, uh, and as you respond, if your response to that is, I'm not sure if I'm saved, uh, I hope that you come forward and somebody can take, uh, take you off to a side uh, room or someplace in the back, uh, and you can settle that uh, in your life today. Uh, but Christian, um, you're a, you, you are a light. You're a, you're, a, you're a star. You're a reflection of Christ, uh, and you're supposed to shine, and that's what you should do every single day. And uh, in a corny commercial, um, you know, and by the way, the world understands that oftentimes more than Christians do. And, uh, and, and it shouldn't be that way, but unfortunately it is. Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. You say, Pastor, I'm here and I'm saved. I am a star. I've, Jesus has saved my soul and heaven is my home. And I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt based on the promise of God's word. And that's my testimony. And you just raise your hand where you are and say, I'm, I'm saved. I know that I'm saved. 
Uh, thank you. Uh, put your hands down, please. And, uh, but you say, Pastor, as you mentioned a moment ago, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know for sure if I'm saved or not. And uh, if I die today, um, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going to go. And, uh, but the Holy Spirit has revealed that to me, and I would like to know today. Uh, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, say, Pastor, I'm not sure, but I would like to know today. And you just raise your hand where you are uh, and uh, just put it up and write back down and say, I'm not sure, but I'd like to know today. Uh, and all right, thank you. Uh, and so, if, Christian, if you're here uh, and, uh, and you're not shining like you're supposed to do and meant to do, um, you're supposed to do it every day. And God will see it and glorify our Heavenly Father. And we want to bring glory to Him. And so maybe today by, uh, by faith you'd commit um, to, to uh, acknowledging the fact that you are a star uh, and that you shine uh, and that you do it every day. As the piano begins to play, if God's spoken to our heart, let's spend a few minutes with the Lord and...